Hello everybody and welcome to the 2020 K-Pop Appropriation Olympics. This is your host, Kenny Kabeni, and welcome to another episode of this foolishness that I have to address one more friggin' time. Welcome to another episode of Kenny Talks K-Pop. Hi! So yeah, it's me, back again. Because, <laughs> look, if I don't laugh, I can cuss somebody or I can cry or something because I do not understand what went on today at all. Like, it's just, it's one time behind the nets, behind the nets, behind the nets every week so that we do not catch a break and I do not get it at all. Like, this is ridiculous. Okay, so, I can try to address the black side of things first because that's what I can speak on most effectively. But then we can get to 17. But we need to talk about Hong Jun and these terrible looking cornrows that KQ got in his head in this latest 80s instrumental teaser. If you haven't seen it, well, bless your eyes. But yeah, you should probably go and look so you actually know what I'm talking about. So 11 o'clock rolls around, which is 12, 12 KST. And this thing pops up. So I'm just like, okay, all right, let me see what this is. I see the first one. I was like, okay, I like this beat. This is what I heard in the trailer or whatever. Then they come down. The second one comes out. <laughs> I see the picture. So I was like, you know what? Let me pretend I see that. Listen to what it sounds like. So I listen to it. I'm preferring this second teaser over the first one, you know. But then I scroll back up and I zoom in. And I'm just like, <sighs> Here we go again with the latest installment of appropriation. So yeah, that happened. So Hongjun in his blue-haired glory, you know, is there with these big ugly cornrows because I have seen better jobs. The thing is, you would think that by now with all of these repeat offenders and constant incidents and everything going on and happening over and over again, that I would be a lot more desensitized. And I am. Because these things used to upset me to the point where I would be like, you know what? Y'all are trash. I'm never coming back to K-pop. I done with y'all. I throw in trouble. All that kind of stuff. But I think it has grown so normalized that not to the point where I'm not going to call it out. Because you don't ever have my mobile this. But to the point where... I kind of don't expect much more. But today was particularly disappointing because of who it was. Like, Hong Jun is one of my alts in 80s. I like the boy a lot. He's a cool dude. And he's always been very open-minded and very open to learning and doing better and approachable. And the thing is, not too long ago, like, 80s would have said, like, if we ever do anything that offends you, please call us out on it. So, that's the context that I'm coming from. And, I don't know. Like, I wasn't expecting it from 80s. Honestly, I wasn't expecting it from 80s. So, I'm a little more disappointed than I thought I would be. But, at the same time, like, part of me is hoping that it gets rectified. And, quickly. Not because Hong Jung is my favorite or anything like that. But, because I know he knows better. And, I know that from what he has showed the fandom, that he has the potential to do better and that he's willing to learn, that he's willing to grow and willing to change. So I'm going on that perception, that assumption. 
But then again, we don't know anything about these little Korean boys because we just stand them, but we don't know them. So there is that. I'll be honest, like this morning when I saw everything go up, when I saw it happen, because before then, not too long before then, the Wang Wu thing broke. So I was like, what just happened? Then I saw something about a curry song. I was like, you know what? All right, let me leave this out. And let me let my South Asian moots handle this. Let me let the people who are, you know, a part of this culture handle this. I'ma just, you know, report what they have to say, do what they have to say. You know, give them the boosting, give them the the support that they would need so that, you know, platters can take them seriously. And then eleven o'clock rolls wrong and I see this joint. I just like, why are we here again? Like this happened what last week? We confront. Like less than two weeks ago I made a whole thread about cones i made a whole thread about cultural appropriation in k-pop i made a whole thread about how normalized being you know trivialized and dehumanized on k-pop twitter is for me as a black standard for many of my moots as people of color and particularly black people so this is i knew it is sadly becoming a very normal part of k-pop culture that you screw up at least once and chaos ensues and for me i frankly very over it that's that's me being very honest i think for me what the most important lesson was for today or like the last couple of incidents that have happened is that a lot of the times these things get out of hand they blow out of proportion they get racist they get they just they just get really really out of hand not because of the actual act that is committed by the idol or the stylist or whoever is responsible for cultural appropriation or culturally insensitive content or things that offend people's religion or whatever it is with the fandom and i think people need to get that through their heads it is the fandom that causes all the issues when it comes to these kind of things because if your initial reaction to your faves growing up is clearing searches and silencing the people who are offended and telling people oh they would never do that they're a good person y'all are just trying to look for somebody to make a punch in bag etc etc you are invalidating the people who your fave has offended two you are coddling your fave and treating them like a toddler who knows no better and toddlers are pretty darn intelligent so i feel like you could give these people a little more credit because if you are standing somebody that you can't criticize like what does that say about you think on these things so for me i saw it play out like i think it was last week last week i had to call out the stuff that was happening with chan from string from stray kids because it was getting borderline ridiculous because the silencing that occurred in April 2019 when Stays took it upon themselves to, you know, put his reputation above the feelings and the very valid criticisms of the people who were offended by the things that he did, that has backfired big time. And it has played out for over a year to the point where people who don't give a damn about the fact that he offended people, people who don't like stray kids for whatever reason people who just straight come out of the woodworks looking to start trouble and don't actually care about black fans or their feelings have gone to the extremes of sending death threats and involving his family and just a whole bunch of foolishness and basically disrespecting him dragging him dragging the group bringing up false accusations all kind of junk 
to you know justify dehumanizing him and seeing him as less than human seeing him as unworthy of redemption and to me as a black Pakistan, i am it, it it was really really ridiculous because as much as he may not be my favorite person as much as he may have disappointed me as much as his actions and lack of apology may have hurt me and all that kind of stuff it is not your place as a non-black fan to decide whether or not he's worthy of forgiveness it is not your place to decide whether or not his apology is worthy of acknowledgement or if it's enough that's not your place so when you use my blackness and you weaponize my blackness and you weaponize my pain and my anger to justify you being a shitty human to to you know somebody that has not offended you i got a problem with that so that's what really made me realize that if people aren't careful, more things could end up going on the same kind of road. More idols can end up like how Chan is now. Where nobody's willing to give him grace. Nobody's willing to give him another chance. Because people that don't give a damn about, he, about what he did came into the limelight and basically painted him as the devil himself. That can never be redeemed. And used black fans' anger as an excuse to do so. So before I go any further, I want to make it absolutely clear that if you are using this whole uproar about Hong Jun and the Corn Rose to basically reduce him to somebody who can never be redeemed, to try to police apologies, to try to police Black Sands behavior, to try to police how people react to 80s and react to him in general, you start wrong. You start wrong and you need to stop. Because black anger is not here to be weaponized. When we are upset about something, that is not an excuse for you to be hateful. That is not an excuse for you to be disrespectful. That is not an excuse for you to tell lies or to be manipulative or to be in mentions, dirty and up searches for no reason. If you are not helping, then shut up. That's all. If you are not emailing KQ, if you are not emailing the companies, if you are not calling it, or if you are not, mar if you are not boosting the voices of your fellow black fans if you're not doing anything productive and all you're doing is causing havoc and spamming fan accounts and dirty searches this fight is not yours to fight so stop it i mean that with every bone in my body stop it right now now that that is off my chest on to what the real interesting observation of today was I didn't see as much search clearing and what do you call it like silencing to the same extent that I saw in previous instances with this time around with um Itini. Well Itini. I am an Itini, don't mind the pronunciation. But I found that at least on my timeline, a lot of people were talking about it. Like nobody was sweeping it under the carpet, everybody was calling it out, everybody was like, get us a template. They were sending it around, they were retweeting it, they were calling people, okay, don't talk of a black 18 say what you have to say, if you don't have anything positive to say or you're not helping the situation, just shut up. Like, a lot of 18 at least on my timeline, were being pretty, pretty involved and they're pretty committed to getting it fixed, getting an apology for black 18 which, which was, which was, apologies, yes. So that was, it was really, it was really reassuring because... We don't get that kind of support often. But of course there were trolls, of course there were coons, of course there was everybody in between who 
doesn't see these things as an issue and they just saw it as people attacking Hong Jung for no reason. There were people that were saying, oh, it's just here and we're going to get in the way. It's not just here because I'm tired of that rhetoric. <sighs> but anyway, as I was saying, it just got really... It, today was bearable because of that. And I liked the fact that I didn't feel like I was being silenced. I really appreciated the fact that we f- were being heard, that our concerns were being validated, and that my POC moots that were not necessarily black, that they were really rallying behind the cause and trying to get the template set up and really just sort things out so that it wouldn't blow into something that it wasn't. Like, I was so grateful that I did not see a clear the searches tweet on my timeline because I don't know what I would have done if I saw it. But all of this is bare minimum. And I kind of sick and tired of having to email companies and call out this and call out that and cancel this and cancel that. And it's a good thing I don't buy music because I probably will start spending money too. Because it gets very, very sickening. Because how many times do you apologize for something and then it happens again the week after? How many times is there an apology we will do better in the future? We will be more culturally sensitive in the future. We will... Do more research before we do things. And then it happens again less than a month later. Are you committed to learning? Is this a marketing tactic for you? I really do think it's much more of a marketing tactic than anything else. Because at the end of the day, bad publicity is still publicity. And 80's name is still going to be everywhere. Stay's name is still going to be everywhere. Strike's name is still going to be everywhere. And I think that's the point. I think these companies are starting to realize that they profit off black outrage. And even if it may not necessarily be intentional in terms of, you know, appropriating the culture or reducing culture to an aesthetic or whatever. Or the same thing with blackface and all kind of stuff. Like, sometimes it's blatant. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many more apologies I'm willing to accept because I'm real tired of it. Because an apology without change behavior is manipulation. And I think we are all old enough and grown enough to understand that. And it getting real sickening. I can be real plain and honest. Like, there are many days where I just like, you know what? Let me just not bother to speak on XYZ. Because it can just happen again anyway. That is how commonplace and how normalized it has become. Uh, I ain't gonna front. I can be real honest. Like, I have faves who have done screwed up things. I have faves who have, you know, partook in cultural appropriation or been the muse of cultural appropriation or you know been the models of it and if you want to get into it and you want to have that conversation i'm willing to have that conversation i don't hide it up because i don't believe that's something to sweep under the rug if you got a messy past like we can dissect that because i ain't standing you for standing you say like, if i know that you did something we can have that conversation i will acknowledge that because i don't believe in hiding those things but at the end of the day I've never put them over my blackness. And I think that's a lesson a lot of black people understand. So they need to learn too. These men do not care about you. These people do not care who you are. They don't know who you are. You don't know them personally. They may say, oh my gosh, I love my fans. But that's not you. That's not you as in an individual. And trust me when I say it, they don't understand your reality. So when you get on here and you keep in so hard and you're going so hard and your first reaction to somebody like this is I'm black and I'm not offended or I'm Asian and I'm not offended or I'm Indian and I'm not offended. 
You don't know what that does to the thousands of people who are offended. Because what people do, what racists do, what people who are afraid to hold their idols accountable do, is that they take your one minority opinion and they go running with it. And your minority opinion ends up being the one that is boosted, ends up being the one that's seen as valid, ends up being the father which is used to gaslight people who have a valid reason to be upset because you didn't see one thing upsetting or offensive to you. Like, I saw it today. Like, even with the hair thing, the husband people, oh, it's just hair. Y'all go and wear weave and wigs and all that kind of stuff, and it's not an issue. Y'all are appropriating other people's culture, too, when you do that, but nobody talks about that. That is a load of jobby. Okay? And if you black, and you know anything about black hair and the history of black hair and what black people, especially black women, have had to go through to have their hair accepted, to be accepted in society, to do anything in society. You really and truly will hush your mouth with wigs and weaves in the black community. If you know better, hush your mouth. Like, there are very, very few things that I hate more than I hate racists. But one thing I hate more than a racist is a coon. I do not like them. Because to me... You fundamentally disrespecting yourself. You dehumanizing yourself for somebody that don't even know you exist. I just say, no, 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 sweetie. You can't be this goatish. Like, you, no. And when you think about the significance of somebody like Karen Rose, that I shouldn't go and talk about again and again and again, because how many threads do y'all need to read? How many threads do y'all need to see to understand that Karen Rose are not just here? They were maps. They were a means of storing food. There were means of identifying clans. There were protective stylings. There are things that we still get discriminated against for even today. Why should God explain that to you as a black person? Why is that not something that you fundamentally understand? Why is that something that you would defend? Why would you, knowing the history of cornrows, why is that something that you would get on good up Twitter? Mere internet. Wonderful Twitter and tweet with your whole chest defending somebody you do not know that don't care nothing about you saying, oh, it's okay because it's just here. You as a black person, do better. Do better. I promise you, sitting down and choosing not to call out cultural appropriation, choosing not to call out people when they disrespect your personhood, when they disrespect your blackness, is not going to make you any closer to your faves. Your opas are not going to care anything more about you just because you defend them when they do foolishness. See? So get that through your head. And not be gaslighting fellow black fans, all that kind of stuff, because you have a serious dose of internalized anti-blackness and internalized racism. That is a you problem. Don't be getting on Twitter.com and giving antis and giving people who are defending racist behavior material and arsenal and weaponry to use against people who are validly offended. You need to do better as a black person. But enough about coons because y'all had enough of my energy. What I really, really wanted to talk about is how cultural appropriation and things like appropriating people's religion for aesthetics and just disrespecting people's personhood as a whole, how that is often reduced and whittled down to what I like to call the Appropriation Olympics. Because when I like to make it a competition for some strange, ignorant, foolish reason that I do not understand. Like, every time somebody calls out, alright, let me use hypothetical words. Say Apple does something wrong. Orange can say, oh, Apple did something wrong. You know what Apple can do? Apple can say, oh, 
But Orange did something wrong two years ago. I know what Orange can say, but y'all didn't say that. Well, y'all didn't call out Banana when Banana did that four years ago. And then Banana gets involved. And then Banana comes to Apple and Orange for all of that kind of stuff. And then you know who gets dragged in? Mango. Mango. And Mango had nothing to do with the fact that Apple did something that offended people. Do you see where I'm going with this? All these fruit analogies I have to use because y'all can't think and y'all can't see through normal terms. Like, how far is it going to go? Why is it your first response when somebody calls out your group for doing foolishness? Why you got to point out what somebody else did? Especially when it's something in the past. Like, y'all like Butnam June, that phrase a little too much. Y'all like calling out Blackpink too much. Y'all like bringing up Jackson too much. Y'all, and the thing is, it's not invalid to bring those into the situation, you know. But you could bring those into the situation in a normal everyday setting. Let's talk about cultural appropriation. Let's discuss some of these incidents that have happened. Why is it your defense mechanism to bring up what somebody else has done when you have to be held accountable? What is so wrong about accountability? What is so offensive about your idol having to take accountability for their actions that you have to bring up the actions of somebody else? And in the process, invalidate the people who are offended by the action in the first place. Why is that your initial reaction? Why is it a race? Why is it a competition? Because who gets hurt at the end? People of color. Black people. Like, who? Like, at the end of the day, I still go in my bed knowing, okay, there hasn't been an apology. That people are more willing to clear searches and fight fan wars and drag people that had nothing to do with into the issue. Because, you know, people can't pick sense for nonsense. I am still the person that's a black person who has to live with that at the end of the night. Y'all don't care about that part of things. Y'all get on the timeline and drag up foolishness from years ago. Drag up things that have been resolved. Things that may have been apologized for. And for what? What do you achieve? Because all people see now is monkey see monkey do. He do that so I do that back to he. Like, it, it, it is petty little child behavior. And that is what disgusts me. The most about what I saw today, what I see every time an appropriation incident goes down, it's always pointing fingers. Despite the man meme, I was just like, y'all got to be two year olds, because this 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 is toddler behavior. Like this is like it, it and it's it's just I haven't got the words for it. Like when I want trophies or something, like do y'all want trophies? Because trophies can be arranged. Trust me, trophies can be arranged because this. If you want to have an Olympic ceremony, we can get somebody to come perform. We can have everything. We can have the lights. We can have the cameras. A whole scorecard. Tell me what events when I want. When I want to do here. When I want to do religious idols. Where can we start? Because we can have a whole competition if we don't want to get bordering ridiculous. The point is, and I can wrap up shortly because I get real tired of talking about this. Honestly, truly, fix it. Cultural appropriation is not a competition. Racial insensitivity, cultural insensitivity, religious insensitivity is not a competition. It's not he did it worse than I did or she did it worse than I did or they did it worse than I did. If you do something wrong, say, hi, I did something wrong. It was wrong. I have to be held accountable for it. I am sorry. I will not do it again. And do not do it again. That's all it is. Like, y'all are not three. Y'all are not little children and they tired of people calling them, and, oh, educate, educate, educate. Google is free though. Why I used to take good time out of my day to tell you about my culture? Hmm? Am I a tourism ambassador? I did not think so. So tell me, why I used to take energy out of my day every single time to educate when people have educated over and over and over, made thousands of threads on the same thing for y'all to screw up again and again and again. And you can tell me, 
educate, don't hate, don't cancel. He doesn't know. It's ignorant. Their culture is homogeneous. They they don't know any better. They 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 come from a very racist society. I got a problem with the industry that does not allow you to call out racism, and they have issues being comfortable with standing somebody who cannot be held accountable. And they got big, 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 big issues with sharing a fandom with people who think that their idols can do no wrong. Because the word idol in and of itself is problematic. Because you should never be idolizing another human being. Why? Because them could bleed, them could dead the same way as you. And if they can do all those things, they can do wrong. And if they can do wrong, they can do better. Hm? Get it? So yeah, that's me. I done talk about this. Because I'm going to have to get some referees. I'm going to have to get some officials. We're going to have to get some locations. We're going to have to get all kinds of things. We're going to find out who can do refreshments. If we can have a special Super M performance at halftime. Because y'all want Olympics, I can give y'all an Olympics. That's all. But seriously, we got to do better as a community. We have to do better. And it starts with accountability. It starts with being able to say you're sorry. It starts with being able to... You know, be a little more culturally sensitive to know that if you're going into a global market, do your research. That you are not just marketing to Koreans. You have to stop normalizing this culture that it's okay to be racist if you are from a homogeneous country. That it's okay to, you know, have these stereotypes ingrained or to treat people's culture for an aesthetic because you don't understand it. Like, it's 2020. The world is so globalized now. I ain't Barbados. I ain't the Caribbean. I listening to K-pop music from South Korea all the way mm-hmm. out there. Like, I did not imagine this years ago. So, like, what, what is the excuse? When you have a world that is getting smaller, uh, as the world gets smaller, more information is accessible. Access the information. Learn about other cultures. Be a little more open to understanding other people and their other and other walks of life. Like, that's all that needs to happen. And when you do that, you are less likely to screw up. And when you don't screw up, you don't got nothing to be, you know, apologizing for. And do not be afraid to be held accountable. Like, they, like, I got more respect for you if you screw up and you can say, okay, I screwed up and you fix it than if you screw up and people clearing your searches. Like, that doesn't sit well with me. So, just, honestly, just, just, just get it together. Honestly. I hope that y'all actually, you know, listen to this because it was my first episode. Yeah, I was not expecting this to get so ranty, but I done. So if you listen to the full length of this little rant of mine on K-pop and cultural appropriation, well, congrats, you just finished my very first episode. I have no idea what I'm doing, but hopefully it was enjoyable. Hopefully it was relatable and it's really just me getting things off my chest. So I really don't care whether or not you like to hear it or not. (laughs) That's just me. So yeah. I am looking forward to doing more episodes on like different topics and things that happen. Hopefully it's not just ranting because I do love music and I want to be able to talk about music. I'm going to charge my headphones so I can listen to EXO, say Chan's new album. Because 1 billion views was damn good and I love telephones so much. So I want to check out the rest of the tracks. So yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Kenny Kabeni or don't find me, whichever is fine. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's very first episode of Kenny Talks K-Pop. And I will be back. Shall we have a song to go out? I think we shall.